Greetings everybody, this is Emmanuel. Uh, while filming this, I experienced a few technical difficulties, so you might see a technical difficulty sign pop up if you're watching the video, but everything else is intact, so enjoy! Hey everybody, what's up? This is indeed the Eden Chill Like a Villain Sing Like Bob Dylan. People are loving some double stuff. And um, wow, you know, um, one of the videos kind of that, that that comes into my mind is there, there are a few of them. Um, but the greatest love of all is definitely one of them. Um, and uh, I'm just uh, I can't believe what I'm about to say. I'm honored to have this guest on my show. Uh, she's a mother of two. She's from New Jersey, which is really great. Um, she graduated from Montclair. Uh, university and now she's a vocal and acting coach you might know her as young whitney in the greatest love of all video and i'm honored to have on my show kiera haley gordon what's up <laughs> thank you for having me um, very welcome yeah. thank you for thank you thank you for your time thank you for your time you know um also i have my co-host with me She's my sister. She's amazing. She's awesome. Uh, she's actually actually uh, helped me the first year of the uh, the podcast. Uh, doing all my flyers and and actually doing the logo itself. And she was on episode number eight of my podcast. I want to welcome Jacqueline Bryant to the show. Hello, Jackie. Hello there, dear brother. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Yes. Um. No. Um. Um, Kiara, like, what, what was um, what are some of your pleasant childhood memories of you know growing up in New Jersey and just you know, what what uh, what are some of your pleasant childhood memories? Well, you know, I say I I'm definitely a Jersey girl. Um, although I have lived in a few other states, but um, I came back to Jersey. I live here with my husband and my family, and um, you know, growing up, I say my best memories are with my siblings. And um, definitely any kind of family get together. Um, I tend to be, I tended to be a bit of an introvert. I still am. So a lot of the social occasions that I had are very they're the intimate um, occasions with my siblings, my, my parents, my grandparents, um, my cousins. And I was brought up in South Jersey near right outside of Philadelphia. So you like you cross the Betsy Ross, uh, Betsy Ross bridge and you're, you're right in Philly. Um, so South Jersey was definitely, even though New Jersey is very small, I would say the difference between South Jersey, middle Jersey and Northern Jersey, there's a difference. So mm -hmm. um I definitely had, you know, we went to the Jersey Shore. We went to, um, we had a lot of barbecues um, in back then. And I know way, way back, great, great grandparents, um, they settled in an area of that, of New Jersey called um, Delaire. And it was a very mixed heritage. So what I remember most, um, about my childhood is that there were all different shades and colors of, mm -hmm. of my family members. Um, wow. And 
from as long as I, I remember. And even growing up, I would get questions from people like, well, what are you? What's your background? And I was like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rich and very, very mixed. There's Native American, um, European, Black, and, you know, a lot of other um, mixtures in there. Oh, West Indian. So um, I think what I loved about my childhood was knowing that there was this diversity within my own family, um, not necessarily in my neighborhood that I grew up in. It was a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, but uh, yeah, those were my most pleasant memories. Oh, and also just playing out on the street. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. You know, we didn't have video games. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have all this technology. So we did spend a lot of time outside. Um, and I remember my parents saying, okay, when the light goes on in the front porch, then you know it's time to come home. So we right, can just right. be out <laughs> all hours, especially in the summertime. So yeah, those are my, my best memories. So, yeah. I, and when you say that, it makes me think about like, um, for me, uh, I, was, I was born in Orange, New Jersey. So like um, one of the things I would look forward to, especially during the summertime, is like when the ice cream truck would roll around, and I was mm. trying to scrape up as many as much yes. change as I could or whatever. And I would either get a banana split pop, which was usually like 25 cents, or I'll get like a um if I, if I get enough quarters, I can get the um the blue sharp pop, which always tastes like lemon blueberry. Um, you know, things like that. Like you said, playing outside, you know, um scraping your knee, which was never fun. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like scraping yeah. your knee, getting stung by bees, you know, playing <laughs> freeze tag, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> um um, but yeah, um, what, what about you, Jackie? About the same outside uh, playing. Well, some of the unpleasant memories are, you know, getting stung by bees and running from dogs, and poison ivy, and <laughs> <laughs> all those. But the pleasant memories, just, just growing up, uh, attending Orange High School, Orange Middle School, and... Uh, the, the corner stores, you know, Joe yeah. Bell's, which is kind of iconic in orange. So good, good stuff, good memories growing up with neighborhood friends and things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, now, um, I wanted to ask you, I know it's a, it's a silly question, but I ask all my guests this um, because I had like an obsession with cereal growing up. And because my mom, we never got the good stuff. It was always cornflakes and that's it. But I would go to my cousin's house. He will have all the good <laughs> stuff like tricks and and all that and and uh, Smurfberry crunch. Oh, so, what was your favorite cereal growing up, Kira? <laughs> um, and Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, and Saturday morning cartoon. Well, I love lots of different cereals, but you know what I go back to is um, Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's weird is when I was pregnant with my first um my first I would crave out of nowhere I would crave fruity pebbles and you know wow. my husband like yeah my husband would be like well I'm at the grocery store can I get you anything I'm like yes a box of pebbles they get soggy so fast <laughs> they do and I have like I still I do crave cereal every now and then. I, I have a trick. I know they sell these bowls, but like I have this trick where like I'll have two bowls. I'll have 
my bowl with the milk and the bowl with the cereal and I'll just like scoop in a, a little bit <laughs> uh at a time <laughs> so that it doesn't get get soggy yeah nice well, what about Saturday morning cartoon what's like what's, the, what's oh, some of your favorites? okay I had a few um I had this one show I like kid video yeah yeah know. do you remember that show it's um, my radio yeah I don't I love that show um but I think my ultimate was um Gem and the Holograms I love oh, Gem yeah yeah and I had I had like the video cassette um not the video the audio mm. cassette tapes that came with the dolls and I would right, be in right. my basement and I would pretend that I was you know in her band and I, I knew all the songs and yeah it was, well, it was truly outrageous. Truly, it was truly, 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 truly outrageous. <laughs> oh my gosh, that it's you know it's funny because like in order in order okay so we only had one TV in the house and Jim would come on right before Transformers so I had to sit through the episode because there's only one TV and so I had to sit through that episode but I was like some of it's kind of good it's very dramatic you know um um don't watch the live action movie though you'll be disappointed it's terrible. I heard it was bad. I didn't even yeah, it bother. Was no. Wasn't good at all. Mm. I always ask all actors and artists this. What was the video, movie, TV show um, that really knocked your socks off to where you realize, like, oh, gosh, I got to do this as a career? Oh, well. Well, I mean, it's kind of obvious, I guess. <laughs> um, but- well, honestly, okay. So when I when I got cast in the greatest love of all before I got cast in it um I didn't know who Whitney Houston was so that was my I mean I had heard her on the radio but I didn't know that Mm -hmm. that's who was singing the song right so um so then my mom she's like okay this is her and she played her music and then I saw her video I think it was um you uh you give good love that one um (laughs) So I'd seen that one. I think that came before. And I was like, oh, okay. I really like her. No, I think it was Saving All My Love For You. Was it that one? It doesn't matter. I mean, because all of it was great. But Saving All My Love For You. um, And she would sing that. We'll be making love a whole night through. And I would (laughs) sing that song. Here I am, like eight or nine years old. (laughs) and wondering why why my mom was like you know maybe you don't want to sing that (laughs) I'm like why I don't what's wrong with it um but I think as soon as I was auditioning for that and then I learned who she was I just became obsessed with her after that Mm. and um and then I think of you know once I was in the video and I was like oh you can make a career out of this okay um Mm. That was something that I didn't really think of before because it was just fun. Right. Taking dance classes and being in recitals and that kind of thing. Um, well, it, just not beyond Whitney, but just like other singers who who um, gave you like a, who um, who are a big influence on you. Um, well, you know, outside of R&B and pop, um, I'm a big musical theater geek. Um, and... I'd say way back, my dad would have us watch The Sound of Music mm. um, every year. 
because they would have it around Thanksgiving. And um, I just, I wanted to be Julie Andrews. Um, so I'd say Julie Andrews was a big influence. And interestingly enough, you know, my voice is more like a legit soprano um, musical theater type voice. So I, I tended to, to listen to those voices. Also, um, Melba Moore, oh, yeah, yeah. he loved the musical Pearly. So it was it was playing on CBS, uh, not CBS, PBS. Um, and I, I have yet to see it play again, but it was, I don't know where it went. Uh, we've been looking for it everywhere. Like, where is this, this recording? Mm -hmm. And um, so Melbourne Moore became like another really big influence. And I learned the song she sings, I Got Love. And um, I still use it for auditions and, and things like that, you know. Um, yeah, I just love, I, those are the two, I think that, I, that are big influences for me when I was younger. Right on, right on. When I, cause when I think of Melba Moore, I think of like one of my favorite movies is The Fighting Temptations. Yeah. And she's in yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I love that movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, Jackie, you said you had some questions, uh, you know, um, what questions you got? Oh, I guess my question is like more so geared towards uh, the video, you know, uh, doing that, the, the greatest love video. Uh, what was Sissy like? If you could, do you remember much of it? I guess yes. that's the first question. Um, uh -oh. Yes, yes, I do. I, okay. <laughs> I was just trying to fix a glitch there. I remember her being very warm and like my mom and you know I was away my mom was with me um mm -hmm. at the shoot but she wasn't with me for most of the actual being on camera obviously so she was you know waiting and she was just like my mom there and she would ask me questions and mm -hmm. you know about my my family and um, what was my dad like what are my siblings like that kind of thing um and and um, when she, when they would say action, she was told to just kind of be encouraging towards me and um, as if I were in this talent show, because that's like mm -hmm. what, what happens within the, in the story. And so she's in my ear and she's saying, it's, you're going to be great, baby. You're going to go out there and you're going to show them what you have. Yeah. Don't don't be nervous um you're so talented you know that i, I was like i believe it <laughs> <laughs> i believe it <laughs> wow yeah. so did you keep did you keep up with them like after that after doing that project did you I guys stay not, um i didn't keep in touch you know uh regularly but um we would my dad would reach out every now and then and and to see if it was possible for um, a concert when they would be in town. Um, mm. So twice that I remember, um, shortly after the the video, we got to see her in concert, and we went backstage. And um, oh, it's been uh, it was Patty Patty Labelle was back there, and um, oh wow, and um, I'm blanking. This is what happens with age. Um, 
uh, her aunt. I understand. Um, <laughs> her, her aunt was back. Uh, famous uh, Dionne Warwick. So, woo! Mm -hmm. Okay, so Dionne Warwick was back there, um, and we got a picture. Oh, I wish I had it. Maybe if I, you know, if I get wow. in contact with my my uh, my mom, I can like get that picture and, and send it mm -hmm. to you. And there's a picture of us backstage. Um, nice. My grandmother, my grandmother got to be there. Um, she's no longer with us, but she got to be there with us. Um, I'm one of my aunts and we're all back there taking the picture. My Nana's not even looking at the camera. She's looking at, at Whitney like this in the picture. Like just <laughs> smile. <Wow. laughs> um, and then the second time, uh, the second concert, two years later, my parents had actually split. So it was sort of a sort of like a, a present for me, you know, to kind of get me over the, the, the sadness of all that. And, um, mm -hmm. and I got to go backstage again. And I told her, I was like, yeah, my parents aren't together anymore. And she's like, you know what? My, that my parents aren't together. It happens. And you know what? It's, mm -hmm. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. you know, she was always, I'm sure she was exhausted after that performance, but she made the time, right. you know, to, to see me and that really meant a lot um and I you Ooh. know I, I remembered you know so it, it was it definitely made an impact you know we don't realize the impacts we have on mm -hmm. on children um you know that she may may not have thought that it was much of anything but like a little meet and greet but to me I was like okay I needed that that's that kind of got me through yeah help me to get through that time you know yeah yeah excellent day i understand well, that I, you have an llc mm -hmm. um pra practically drama yes practically oh practically dramatic yes practically dramatic practically dramatic I, i'm sorry yeah i started it with my um my husband um last year and we are a performing arts um, consulting business um, and coaching. So mm -hmm. at, at its core, um, we, we try to help companies, um, schools, organizations to integrate the performing arts within their curriculums um, or to support their enrichment programs. Um, and then we also uh, teach privately, private coaching. He's a very, he's a very good public speaking coach. Um, okay. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good too. But you know, we have our, <laughs> we have mm -hmm. our, our specialties. Like, and he's, yeah. he's definitely a, um, a wonderful public speaking coach. I am a vocal coach um, as well as acting. Um, I love to focus on early childhood elementary that's really where in my wheelhouse and he my husband loves middle school through high school mm -hmm. um and it's it's in like the baby stages but we we do have some business and i was able to leave my full-time job and now i have um i do have a part-time job now and then this is my supplementary income so i'm mm -hmm. you know, it's it's going and congrats yeah that's huge <laughs> that is that is huge i'm so happy for you yes thank you so happy for you that you're doing that i saw you also taught at the pingree school 
Yes. You go, girl. You go. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Excellent. So have you have you come across talent that that we might know of today or might be familiar with by any chance? Hmm. That that we've taught or that yes. we just, you know, in our well, you know, a lot of our students, I know one of them um, is more works behind the scenes, but um, I don't know if you know, and this is not someone I taught, but it's someone that my husband, um, we did shows with. So before we were teachers, we were performers. We still are performers, but um, mm-hmm. but Joe Jonas, um, wow. Jonas Brothers. Okay. Yes, he was in a show... Um, at this theater company we were all part of this theater company called um the forum theater and we did a lot of shows with them um and he did i don't know how many i think it was two shows with with him um again there's a picture somewhere with <laughs> um the people we come across and i'd say i'm trying to it, it, it's like one of those questions that i wasn't prepared for so i'm trying to think of like oh. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, Jonas is pretty big. I I forget that they're from Jersey, too. Yes, 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 yes. Are they in the Texas area now? Jonas Brothers? They live in a... I think they probably live on the West Coast now, but they're they're, they're Jersey. They're Jersey boys. I was was thinking our our cousin may have serviced him. We have a cousin who's a dentist, and I think he... uh, may have uh had him as a client <laughs> random small world but anyway <laughs> yeah, small world i mean yeah and i i heard that he because i didn't meet him personally but um but he told me he was such a good kid because look at where he is <laughs> um and i think you know a lot of my students and i'm thinking they they have gone into the arts in some way um, mm-hmm. but many of them, and I've told this to many people who, who question like, well, how can, how can theater arts and how can they help my child? They don't really want to go into the arts. And I, I tell them that mm. it's, it's not about becoming famous. Mm-hmm. It's about instilling confidence and, um, providing the skills, um, that we all need as, um, people in this world you know the social skills mm-hmm. the confidence to speak up for yourself to be on stage and even when you're nervous because I'm I tell my kids this all the time I'm always nervous before performance mm-hmm. um yeah. even if it's some even if it's a show I've done a hundred times every show is new you think oh this could go wrong this could go wrong but it you're able to work through it. You're able to use that nervous energy and turn it into something positive and go out there and show them that you do know what you're talking about. Even mm-hmm. if you don't feel that at the time, yeah, you learn how to do that. So that's where like the public speaking is really, um, so really important and something I think we should all take at some point. For sure. Absolutely. Um, and I want to thank you. <laughs> for caring enough <laughs> to instill that into our young people. I mean, it's important. I think it's yes. so important. So, 
I appreciate I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Um. Th I agree a hundred percent. I'm going to get back to we're, we're going to get back to the anxiety part because I want I know you wanted to share your your um your views and your um you know the fact that you go through anxiety. But I want to ask you a few questions about the greatest love of all. Um, just to go back to that real quick. Um. Mm -hmm. Um. <clears throat> So okay, let me tell you my, let me tell you the story about Grace Love Wall. So my sister, my other sister Tartisha is like a huge Whitney Houston fan, especially growing up. And so like on MTV, um, they would have like this countdown, and she, whenever the Greatest Love of All would go to number one, she'll blare it up to the top notch and just start you know you know go you know I'm saying going with the music or whatever. And honestly, as a kid, that would annoy me, right? So <laughs> like my my um. <laughs> But the but the other video that, that always came to second place was Ozzy Osbourne shot in the dark. So whenever that would come on, I would blur it up. I'm like, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't even know who Ozzy Osbourne was. You know what I mean? But then like, you know, I just to do it just to spite my sister, you know. But um, but I end, eventually I ended up really loving that video, Greatest Love of All. Um, especially as as I become an adult, you know, or as I am an adult now, you know, it has it holds a different meaning for me. But it always makes me think of my sister Tatisha, you know. Um, hello, Tatisha. When, whenever you watch this, so um, just want to say that real <laughs> quick. Um, I wanted to ask, um, what was the um? Usually, when they have auditions, is is usually a cattle call. Was that the same thing when it came to you um, auditioning for that? Well, um, at the time, my my parents um got an email <clears throat> for me. Um, a lot of their friends and family said that that we should try to get into commercials and we were very we were a very musical family very um I think we have a lot of talent in our family um mm -hmm. all my siblings can sing and dance and um I I'm the only one who actually stuck with it and still do it to this day but wow, okay. um, so a lot of them were saying you know you should really get them into to doing some of this stuff and um the greatest of all was actually my first audition for anything like on tv the the what i'd done before were like print ads for modeling and that kind of stuff and so i think there were 300 kids 300 girls called for the audition for the initial audition so they called me in i sang um home from the whiz nice and they had to sing acapella with no music mm. and um, but I had sung that song so many times. It was like nothing for me. I was like, okay, I got this. It's mm -hmm. funny how like, as I got older, I would get more nervous <laughs> at the time. I was just like, oh, sure. I'm just going to sing my favorite song, you know? Okay. Right. And they took a video and then at the callbacks, um, it was just me and, and one other girl. And mm -hmm. I ended up getting the role because Whitney Houston wanted me and the, the director wanted the other girl from what I understand mm -hmm. um, because he wanted someone older I guess in the description the 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 young Whitney was supposed to be 12 years old um, I was only nine so but she kept saying no oh, wow. I, want, I want her <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that felt good that felt really good um knowing that um so she so handpicked okay it was, it was, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I think, think it's really that. cool that like like you, when you said previously, you said 
you really didn't know who Whitney was in the beginning. But the whole video and the whole meaning of the song to me is kind of like, you know, uh, kind of discovering who you are, especially at that part where you guys are kind of face, face, face to face and, you, and you're walking towards each other. And um, I, I, that, I think that's really cool because, I mean, really, honestly, that's that's a lot of people's first discovery of Whitney is through this video, at least mine, at least, you know, unless you kind of lived in the New Jersey area and you were familiar with, you know, her singing in that gospel choir. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of people are just discovering Whitney through that video. So it's kind of like, you know, it makes sense it, that it's kind of metaphorical. You know what I mean? I absolutely agree. And there's so many levels to to being in this, to having this experience. It really, um, it was such a turning point in my life. And I think, and I know in the, the interview that you had, had seen, when we come together, she, each take we had, she would, you know, kind of give me this little, like, look, as if, like, yeah, eyebrow raise. Yeah. yeah, and she, and it was like, you got this, right, mm. and it was this, um, I just got so much just from that, just from that um, mm -hmm. look, as if, you know, she's looking at me, and maybe seeing herself, and then I'm looking at her, seeing where I can, where I can be someday, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think about that, I do get emotional, and I think just how things did turn out for her, and um, you just don't know where your life can, will take you, um, yeah. and you know, I just, I just don't, just that one point in my life, like if I hadn't gotten that part or if I, you know, if they went with the older girl, like what, where would I be? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Would I be doing this? <laughs> um, so it has defined a, a big, big part of my life. Definitely. For sure. For sure. Um, so um, I want to ask you, you know, kind of like an update. Uh, nowadays, um, you're married. You have two beautiful children. Um, how how has being a mom changed your life? Oh, it it's everything. I mean, there's that cliche of you don't remember what it was like before you had kids, <laughs> kind of. But it's kind of true. Um, I just know that a lot of positive things have happened in my life since I've had children but then there were a lot of um little there were a lot of things that came to light that I was not really aware of in myself mm. that mm -hmm. I've had to kind of work through um but becoming a mom has been the greatest blessing and I know a lot of uh I know before I had kids I was like I will never not audition I will always be an actor I will just you know throw myself into this and that's all I wanted and then I met mm -hmm. this guy <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden I like I was like oh I can see having kids with you <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I just knew I mean it's just he not only was he just talented and and loving and at one point I was like, there's something, there must be something wrong with you because you're too good to be true. I mean, I had mm -hmm. all these. Wow. Um, 
but I could just see he was going to be a, a wonderful dad. And then it, my priorities shifted and it wasn't that I didn't want to perform. It wasn't that I didn't, I was giving up on a dream. I was, um, I was moving towards a different dream that I had and mm-hmm. which was to be a mom and, mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't trade it for anything, but I am now at that point with my beautiful boys and they're both, um, they're 15 and 11. And one of them is, is, um, in the arts, but he likes to be kind of behind the scenes. So he's a filmmaker. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's excellent and he makes a lot of, um, he has a YouTube channel and, um, can I say it on here? (laughs) It's called Three Boys Gaming. Um, and oh. yeah, and so he like, Big. he has a lot of content that, you know, for me, I'm just kind of like, okay. But when I see the quality and his editing skills and mm-hmm. just the creativity that he has, I'm in awe of that. And I want to support that however I can. Um, right. And, and nurture it. Yeah. yeah. And my 11 year old, he, the bug has bitten him. He loves being on stage. And this past summer was the first time we, uh, friends of ours, was they were putting on a musical, Into the Woods. And um, it's an educational uh, theater company. And mm. I got to be in it, my husband mm-hmm. and my son. Um, I played the witch and my husband played Cinderella's Prince and then my son was um oh, wow in the ensemble and then my older son was videoing the show so it was like a family affair uh, yes I was just over the moon it was one of the best experiences Ooh. um I don't remember where this question was oh being a mom <laughs> <laughs> so now that they're older I am finding myself I have more time to actually get back into performing for mm-hmm. myself and not just teaching it which I do love to teach but I do miss being on the stage so um it's something that I'm getting back into and it's been great it's been great these past couple years yeah beautiful the teaching have you have you had the experience of uh of teaching a student who you saw yourself in Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Well, and then there's the opposite. There are there are times when I see somebody who they don't realize that that they um that they have this in them because I think I've always known I just wanted to perform in some way. I just didn't know how. Um, mm-hmm. And those are the students actually that I remember more because it's almost like a light bulb goes off. Um, mm. And I did, I had a, a, a few students like that. And one of them, I know you were asking me before, do, is, are there any students that I have that are, you know, have, they're not necessarily famous, but but they've taken this path and it's like, and they can, can they can pinpoint when, when they decided. And mm-hmm. one of my students, she, my husband and I, both taught her um she is a directing student at um at uh Penn Penn State and so she's she wants to be a director um mm. 
And Beautiful. I know that that is that started with with us, with my husband. Mm-hmm. So I think about yeah. that. Um, she didn't know. She didn't know that's what she wanted to do. She just knew she that there was know. something. And so that she found that within our classroom. It was like, mm-hmm. it was really magical. Um, but then there are those, yes, you see them and you're just like, oh, you, <laughs> you have this thing mm-hmm. and you, you need to, you need people, people need to see it. Um, mm. And, and that's always wonderful as well. Just being able to see the, the, the spark from the beginning and mm-hmm. just letting them kind of take off and do their thing. Yeah. Just yeah, a little, yeah. Little push. <laughs> now, how cool is that to be able to, to plant those seeds? Yes. You know, in the lives of people who, like you said, some of them know or some of them don't even know. Mm-hmm. And uh, to nurture the ones that that you see yourself in and or or have the gift and give you give them that little push. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Okay, yes, that was my question. <laughs> that was a good question. That was a good question. <laughs> so, so I wanted to ask um people now, and I'm glad we're able to talk about things that like you know anxiety and things of that nature now, because back then, back in the day, that was kind of a taboo subject. So, um, could you tell me like um how um anxiety how how you um deal with that on a regular basis? You know um how and like you said, like you said earlier, you know, a lot of times you can use that, at, you know, as a as, as an advantage as far as like, you know, your, your art and, and performing. So, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So I was I was diagnosed late um, with ADHD um, because I was always a good student. I got A's, A's and B's. And, um, you know, I always had this focus that, you know, you always kind of associate ADHD with like, oh, I just can't focus on anything and I don't know where to, where to put my attention. And um, I didn't understand that, especially in women, it shows up differently. Um, mm-hmm. So what I was um, experiencing was hyper-focus, which people with ADHD have, which is that when they're passionate about something, they are able to really hone in on that focus and take that and just run with it. And so because I already knew what my passion was, which was the arts and, you know, anytime I was in a part in a role in a a musical, um, I just put my whole self into it, focused and excelled. But other parts of my life, um, for instance, my room at home was always a complete disaster. And and as much as I love my mother, she did not really, she didn't do me any favors by, you know, eventually she just couldn't take it. So she'd like clean it for me or like, you know, mm-hmm. we would just kind of go on a cleaning spree and, and do it in one go. So I never really developed the tools uh, to balance, um, to balance life. So um, it wasn't until I became a mom that I realized, oh, I, I really don't know how to balance any of this. Like how, hmm. do, how, how do, 
how do you do it? How do you do the laundry, cook, raise a child, go to work, come back, figure everything out, uh, balance a checkbook. Like it, it was like, for a while I was like, I, I think there's something wrong with my brain. I don't know why can't I do this? Like other people do it. And so I did develop, um, a lot of anxiety, some depression. And so I just thought I had anxiety and depression uh, for mm-hmm. years and that's just all it was. And I just didn't know how to deal with it. And when in reality, it was because of my undiagnosed ADHD that I developed anxiety and depression mm-hmm. because I didn't have those tools to really cope. Um, and I still, I still struggle, but knowing what it is just changed mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, and even See. just being able to explain to my husband who like for years was like, okay, so why are the cabinets left open? And I thought you said you were going to get to the laundry and, um, oh, you didn't tell me that we had this, uh, doctor's appointment. Like there, you know, there were just many things that would slide that, you know, I'd look at other, again, like other mothers and I'm like, why can they do this? And I can't, and it's not about why can they do this? And I can't, it's, it's more, okay this is how my brain works right how can i accommodate for that and how how do i make it work because my brain doesn't work like yours i don't go from a to b to c to d i go from a to g and then back to b and then maybe um Mm. to f right it's like Mm -hmm. it jumps and so knowing that and um kind of going back to kind of brings it back to like whitney houston where you know um with with the drugs that she got involved with through her life um i never had like a rock bottom but i always tell this to people you don't have to have a rock bottom to make a change in your life right so i Mm. i did i drank alcohol um i was never i would never call myself an alcoholic but i definitely used it as a coping mechanism um for anxiety so at the end of the day i'm like okay i'll just have a couple glasses of wine and then during the pandemic um my drinking went up as a lot of people's did and i realized i'm like this is not serving me anymore Mm. and it's just making everything so much worse so i just feel very grateful that i was able to come to that conclusion um i even made um a an instagram page um called teetotal vegan um and a teetotal vegan queen sorry teetotal vegan queen so um oh yeah i'm a vegan as well (laughs) that happened the veganism happened seven years ago uh the teetotal meaning i don't drink anymore I drink no alcohol Mm -hmm. it's almost a thousand days so that's Mm. yeah celebrate celebrate I'm gonna put it on my page too when I hit 1000 and um (laughs) Mm. it's just made such a difference I just I can't tell you how alcohol is just in our society and it's just kind of part of us being social like you're expected oh it's a social occasion 
and most people when they go to a social occasion if there's no alcohol it's like what what mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. right so now for me when it's there I'm just like okay it's there I'm it's just not something that I want to mm -hmm. really have to put my I don't want to put myself in that situation anymore knowing that I struggle already with with um, other things I feel like it's just a monkey that I don't want on my back anymore and right it's not and I don't need it um that went into a lot it went into a lot there Good for you but but yeah awesome. um so I do try to help people with that with that Instagram page because mm -hmm. um so they know they're not alone and it's right. not and I'm when I went on Instagram I didn't realize that there's a whole community of people that have just they're not necessarily labeling themselves as alcoholic but they also know that alcohol is just not for them that it doesn't mm -hmm. serve them and right knowing how you can live without it you know right on. Yeah, so sometimes that's all it takes is to see somebody else winning <laughs> yeah. right yeah right on god bless oh. you for that thank you I have an actual bonus question because I didn't even think about it until I started writing down stuff. Um, they recently did a um a Whitney biopic called "I Want to Dance with Somebody." Mm -hmm. So, from your point of view, you know, how do you think? Do you think? Uh, well, what's your opinion on the movie as a whole? But also, do you think they portrayed her in um the what the right way and through that biopic? Because she's had like a number of biopics, but that was the one that went to theaters. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna be honest with you i tried to watch it and then i couldn't and i don't i i t i intend to but okay um even watch i watched the documentary and mm -hmm. that was really difficult for me to watch um i cried a lot through it i think it was important for me to watch it but I think after watching that, and I, I didn't know if I really wanted to see it dramatized. Mm. Um, but, you know, I do intend to see it. I, I just have to prepare myself for it. Uh, when she passed, I didn't realize how much it would affect me. Um, I just remember holding my, gosh, how old was he? my like four month old baby and seeing the news break and it was it was it was really difficult because I I had been like removed enough that I I kind of just felt like okay that that's something that happened that was a cool thing but when that happened and it just hit me like okay she had such a big impact on my life like where I was in my life at that point and from then till now and um it was hard and I even had people calling me and I was like I'm fine like we weren't best friends or anything like don't worry about mm -hmm. it but then right. but then I would be like <laughs> just a mess so I didn't see the movie um I I do want to I have Mm -hmm. I'll get back to you I'll get back to you whether I because the documentary I thought was was very difficult but it, I think it was needed just to see um 
because there were so many rumors. Right, me, right. And you didn't live her life. You didn't, you weren't there. And it did hurt like during that time, like for people to, to say all these really negative things and forgetting that she was a human being, I felt like. Mm-hmm. And, and just an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The voice of a generation. I mean, like when you were just saying about like you, you know, people will call you and you'd be like, "Oh no, we weren't friends." But it really, you don't really have to know anybody personally for them to have an impact in your life. Mm-hmm. It could be just the small things, like when my, like for me, when Michael Jackson passed away, I was legitimately sad for like two days because of his music and how much it meant to me. You know, um, so it it. It just but I can only imagine like you were in the video with her you know what I'm saying and you had to be in that video I mean you played such an important part that, in that video so I can only imagine how you really how you felt you know so it's okay to have those emotions mm-hmm. um are you still there hello yeah I'm there I'm here <laughs> okay sorry it's so um, glitchy <laughs> no, it's okay um I wanted to ask um how can folks reach you you know you know you know I know everybody has an Instagram nowadays <laughs> Yes, so you can reach me um, for my business. It's at Practically Dramatic. Um, and I also have a website, practicallydramatic.com. Um, so if anything professional, I also, because I am in New Jersey, if you are not in New Jersey and you're hearing this, um, I obviously can meet you virtually. Um, and I do... Uh, virtual lessons as well, acting coaching, um, but mostly for organizations. If you are interested in in finding ways to inter- integrate performing arts into your programs, that would be the best way to reach me. Um, and then, if you're looking for support ideas on um, being alcohol free and um, vegan, and I'm and being a vegan, which I. I know a lot of people think of veganism as, you know, how can I ever do that? Why would I ever want to give up meat? But, um, and I thought the same thing. So, but if you're just, you know, thinking about it, if you're vegan curious, as they like to say, <laughs> <laughs> or um, they say sober curious as well, um, check out my, my Instagram page at teetotalveganqueen. Well, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, th- I want to say thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you for being, you know, I know you're a very busy lady. Thank you also to my sister Jackie for your time. You're a busy lady. Um, and it's just been, it's been nice talking to you. Um, and um, yeah, thanks. Thanks again. Thanks. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really, um, I just feel blessed that you found me and that um, you've, given, you've given me this chance to share um, a little bit about myself and um, and what I do and what I love. So um, thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome.